Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at seven. I'm sorry, six thirty p.m. And where we come together and learn about, where we're learning about the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. To God be the glory. And I thank God for each one of you. I thank you for joining us each tonight as we continue our discussion on the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. My name is Reverend Tamika Brown, and I'm thankful and grateful to be back with you another Sunday as we continue our discussion. God is good, and he's great, he's mighty, and I'm excited about what God is doing and all that God will do even during this broadcast. So let us begin with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you for another opportunity just to come into your presence and to learn more about you, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we can come, Heavenly Father, ready to learn and hear from you. So we're asking you, Lord, to open our eyes and open our ears, God, that we have receptive hearts, God, to receive what you desire to speak to each one of us tonight. Holy Spirit, have your way on this line. Holy Spirit, have your way. Speak to each person who listens to this call, who will be on this call. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Lord, for, for your spirit, Lord God that is ministering to every heart and to every mind, even right now. We just bless your holy and righteous name for what you're doing, even right now, God, and we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, God, and we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, again, my name is Reverend Tamika Brown. This is Real talk or, we, or a Christian Bible study where we come and talk about what what God what God would have us to release, and we've been talking about the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. Well, tonight, before we begin, I want to read our scriptures for this series. The first one comes from First Corinthians chapter nine, verses twenty-six and twenty-seven. First Corinthians chapter nine. Verses 26 and 27. Therefore, I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air. But I discipline my body in such a way. I discipline my body in such a way. I'm sorry. Therefore, I run in such such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not being the heir, but I discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. And the second scripture is First Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. But have nothing to do with worldly fables fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds promises for the present life and also for the life to come. So that was 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, and 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. 
Well, tonight we are talking about the 10 keys to powerful prayer. The 10 keys to powerful prayer. And last week we were talking about be good to people. Be good to people. And when we talk about being good to people, it means that we are showing mercy and showing compassion towards others, treating others the way that we would want to be treated. And we talked about some ways that we can do that and some examples. And and, and what it's talking about is being a blessing to somebody else, talking about showing mercy as God has shown mercy towards us. It means putting aside what we want and doing something that our that our flesh would scream out for, but doing something that's that that is what God would have us to do. And being good to other people. Thinking about others before ourselves, putting others before what we want and want and before our need and before what we desire. It's about being good to people. It's about using what is in your hands, about using what God has given you. And what we were talking about is you don't have to have a big ministry. You don't have to be famous like T.D. Jakes or Joyce Myers or someone who who has, who has a lot of money or something like that. You can You can use what you have to help somebody else and be good to somebody else. Amen. So last week we talked about some examples, and I'm just going to read those over real quick, and then we'll talk about the next key to powerful prayer. They were, don't be rude. Let somebody go ahead of you in the grocery store line. Let somebody have a parking place you wanted. Don't make big issues out of little things. Don't throw a fit every time your spouse asks you to pick up your dirty socks or asks you to take out the garbage. Just pick up the sock or take out the trash and be gracious about it. Speak kindly to your children. Say thank you to retail clerk, service people, bank tellers, and others who help you. Smile. Give an older person your seat if no more seats are available. And these are ways that we can be good to other people. It shows that we are when it, we are treating people well, and that's and that's pleasing to God. God is pleased when we treat other people well, and we do things that. That we put other, we treat others like we want to be treated. We know the Bible talks about that, being treating others the way that we want to be treated. We would not want to be treated rudely. We would not want to be treat mistreated. We wouldn't, wouldn't want someone to cut us off. We wouldn't want someone to be mean to us. We want to make sure we treat others the way that we want to be treated. That means we have to be good to other people. When we're good to other people, God sees that and it and it blesses. God's heart and it's pleasing to God, and so it's and it's important to God because God tells us the importance of treating others the way that we would want to be treated. Think about that next time that you are. Think about that next time that you are working with somebody, and think about the way that you would want to be treated. Would you want to be treated rude? Would you want to be treated nasty? No. Treat the person the way you would want to be treated. Even even if they're not treating you the, nicely, treat them the way you would want to be treated. 
and be and know that God is pleased and it blesses God's heart when we treat people the way God would have us to treat others. Amen. Well, I'm not going to go back over all of, of that teaching on be good to people, but that's just a brief synopsis of what we talked about when treating be good to people. And the, another important thing about that was being good to all people, not just your inner circle or your friends and your family, but even to your enemy, those who don't like you. Being good to all people, being good to all people, every person you come in contact with, treating others the way that you would want to be treated. Amen. Well, tonight I am going to, we're going to talk about the next key to powerful prayer, which is forgive. Forgive. And this is an important one because God desires that we forgive. Forgiveness is important. We have to forgive. If we want to be forgiven, we have to forgive. So this is an important key to powerful prayer. And before we even go in prayer, we need to make sure that our hearts and our minds are free of any offense, of any hurt, that we don't have any bitterness, that we don't have any anger against anybody that we have forgiven and ask God to show us anybody that we need to forgive. This is important because we don't want to go into prayer with unforgiveness in our hearts and in our spirits. We want to make sure that our minds and our hearts are clear of any unforgiveness so that we are, so that none of that stuff is affecting our prayers because we want our prayers to be powerful. Amen. And as we talked about before, one of the hindrances to prayer, to powerful prayers, is unforgiveness. So we don't want any of that causing our prayers not to be effective. We want every time we pray, we want our prayers to be effective, that they reach heaven and they're manifested on the earth. And I'm going to be referencing a book called The Power of Simple Prayer by Joyce Myers, How to Talk to God About Everything. And this is what she says about forgiveness. If you want to pray prayers that are powerful, we simply must have clean hearts when we approach God. One sure way to be clean before him is to make sure that we have forgiven everyone who has hurt or offended us. There is a one sure way to be clean before him is to make sure we have forgiven everyone who has hurt or offended us. Forgiveness is not easy, but it, is, but it is a prerequisite for effective prayer. So we have to forgive. We have to make sure our hearts are clean and our hearts are clean before God. Before we even begin praying, we need to make sure where our hearts and minds are clear of any offense, any bitterness, any anything that's not of God. We need to say, God, cleanse my heart. Clean my heart of anything that's not of you because I want my prayers to be effective. We have to make sure our hearts are cleansed. And the scripture that comes to my mind as I was thinking about clean hearts is Psalm 51. Psalm 51.10. Psalm 51.10, which says, Created me a clean, excuse me, created me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Created me a clean heart, O oh God, 
and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Another script, um, version says, creating me a clean heart, O God, renew a right spirit within me. Creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Who make sure our hearts are right and our we have a and our hearts are cleansed from anything that's not like God. Anything that we've picked up during the day, anything that we have anything that anyone has said, anything that anyone has done, any feelings or emotions that have caused us to have any anger or bitterness towards anybody. We have to let all that stuff go because we want our prayers to be effective. So I want to encourage you as even before you begin praying that you ask the Lord to search your heart. Psalms 139, I believe 23 and 24 says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And if you see any offensive way in me, Lead me in the way of everlasting. Ask the Lord to search you. Ask God to test, to show you any test you, show you any anxious thoughts, show you anything that's not of Him, and ask God to lead you in the way of everlasting. Ask God to show you, you to, to ask God to show you anything that needs to be taken out, and that you need to confess, anything you need to acknowledge, anything that you need to let go of, any bitterness, any anger any resentment, anything you have against anybody. Ask God to help you to let that go, to bring it to your memory, bring it to your attention, and ask God to bring it to the truth of truth of, truth of his truth of his word. And if it does not align with his word, then ask God to ask ask God to help you to forgive, to forgive and let that go. Because you don't want to hold on to that stuff. Unforgiveness is like poison. It's like it can get in your, it's like poison that goes through your body and affects every area of your life. It does not only affect one area, it affects every area. And you don't want that stuff affecting you. You want to have a clean heart and a right spirit within you. So ask God to show you anything that's not like him so he can take that out and, and and so you can be free of any of that stuff that's not like him. It's so critical. We want our prayers to be effective, but we have to. We can't have any unforgiveness that that we have not let go of. Amen. So we continue. It's the author continues to say, forgiveness is not easy, but is a prerequisite for effective prayer. Jesus instructs us in Mark eleven twenty five. Mark eleven twenty five. Write this scripture down. Give it a notepad. Mark eleven twenty five. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop. Leave it. Let it go. In order that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings and shortcomings and let them drop. Hallelujah. So you have to, if you have anything against anyone, you have to forgive him and let it go. Let it go. It's so important that we let go of those hurts, let go of those pains, let go of those things that people have said, that they have done to us. We can't keep holding on to them, keep playing in our minds and causing to affect what we do, how we live, what we, what, how we respond. We have to let that stuff go. 
We have to let it go in order for our prayers to be effective, in order that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you of your own failings and shortcomings and let them drop. Because we have to remember that we have made, that we need, we want God to forgive us. We don't have all together. We make mistakes, and we want God to forgive us, but we have to forgive others. That's the key. First of all, you have to make sure we have to forgive others and so God will forgive us of our mistakes, of the places we fall short. We don't always, I don't always get it right. I don't always do right. I messed up. I make mistakes. But I thank God for his forgiveness. I can come to God. I can tell him that I've made a mistake. I've messed up. I didn't treat someone right. I didn't do all that I should have. I wasn't obedient like I should have. I may, I messed up. But I thank God when I do that, when I confess, I am forgiven. But I have to forgive others. I have to ask God to help me to forgive others so I can be forgiven. I want to be forgiven. I want to be forgiven. I pray that you pray that you want to be forgiven as well. But you have to forgive others and let that stuff go so God can forgive you of your shortcomings, the things that you have mis- made the mistake to messed up and, and didn't do all that you should have. We need the forgiveness of God. When we come to him, we have to confess it and be honest that we made a mistake, that we messed up. But thanks be to God for his forgiveness. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Her first, her first John one nine says, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness." God is faithful; He is just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. That He's that once we for, once we have confessed it, God throws that in the sea of forgetfulness, and He doesn't even bring it back to our attention. We are forgiven once we've confessed it. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. We are forgiven. And then so the author continues to say, although Jesus' disciples were familiar with his teaching on forgiveness, they still found it a challenge. Peter asked him one day, Lord, how many times may my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And let it go. As many as up to seven times, Matthew eighteen twenty one is a scripture reference. Matthew eighteen twenty one. Jesus essentially said, No, how about seventy times seven? The number seven represents completion or perfection. So all Jesus was really saying was keep on forgiving and keep on forgiving and keep on forgiving until it works. Keep on forgiving. Keep on forgiving. You have to keep on forgiving until you have completely forgiven that person, until you can think of that person's name or you can see that person or think of the situation and it does not bring up any anger or resentment or any feelings of bitterness. That's when you can truly say that you have forgiven that person. Because it's easy to say, I forgive them. But if those feelings crop up and you start thinking about those feelings, you get angry all over again, that resentment and bitterness bitterness comes back, that you haven't really truly forgiven them. You have to, when you can go to that person, when you can think in a situation and you can have, and you can feel that forgiveness in your spirit, that's when you truly, truly have that forgiven that person. And when we're talking about forgiveness, you may have to forgive that person over and over until you can truly 
feel that forgiveness, and that's okay. But you have, and, until you can truly forgive the person, you've got to keep on asking God to help you to forgive. It's so critical you ask God to help me to forgive this person. Because sometimes when people do what they say, the situation, it's hard to forgive. Forgiveness is not easy. But you have to say, God, I need your help. Help me to forgive. Help me to forgive because I can't do it by myself. You got to make sure because you can't do it within yourself. Because personally, because honestly, sometimes when someone's done something wrong, you don't want to forgive. Sometimes you want to hold on to that. But you want to say, God, help me to forgive. Help me to forgive because I don't want to. I don't want to hold on to bitterness. I don't want to hold on to anger. I want to be. I want to let this stuff go. I need your help, Heavenly Father. You got to say, help me to forgive. You got to say, God, help me to forgive. And you got to keep. And then you got to keep asking. And you keep feeling those hurts and those feelings. You say, God, help me. I need your help until you can truly say, I've forgiven that person. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to the Lamb of God. So it's so key. It's so important that we forgive. So important that we forgive other people for what they've done and ask God to show us those people we need to forgive. There's all those people in our lives, those same situations that have happened to us that we need to forgive. We need God to help us to forgive some things. So I'm, I'm encouraging you this week to go to God and say, God, show me, reveal to me people I need to forgive, situations, things I still have bitterness and anger and resentment about. Help me to forgive, and God will show you. And when you start letting that stuff go, you'll feel relief. You'll feel the pressure coming off, but you've got to say, God, I need your help. I can't do it by myself. With God, he'll give you the strength to forgive. And you may have to go back over and over and ask for forgiveness, but it's okay. Until you feel that forgiveness, keep asking and say, God, I need you to help me to forgive. And until you can truly say, I've forgiven that person. Because God wants you to be free from any bitterness, any resentment, any anger. God does not want you to be held captive by those things. God has set you free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We thank you, Lord God, and we praise you for freedom. We thank you for forgiveness tonight in the name of Jesus for your people, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And we thank God, we praise his name for just for forgiveness, for love, for his spirit that is on this line tonight. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. And I pray that, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop here for tonight. I just want to encourage you to really ask God to show you and to reveal to you places you need to forgive, and ask God to show you places you need to forgive, and get get deep down and ask for forgiveness, because God wants you to let that stuff go, so you can be set free, so you can be set free. Hallelujah and your prayers can be effective. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence and your power on this line. 
We ask you to speak to each person. Lord, we ask for you to minister to the hearts and the minds of your people, Heavenly Father. We ask you to show them, reveal to them any place where there's unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, Lord. Any people that need to forgive, any situations that need to forgive and need to let go of, God. We ask you to do the heart work that needs to be done in their lives, Heavenly Father. And they be open and be willing for you to show them and reveal to them places, Lord God, where there, there needs to be forgiveness, Lord God. We thank you. And we praise you, Heavenly Father, for your word, Lord, in Mark eleven twenty five. Then once we've forgiven, Lord, that you will forgive us, Lord. And we thank you. We praise you for forgiveness tonight, God. We thank you that you are forgiving us. And you forgive us of every sin, of every mistake, God. We thank you that you throw in a sea of forgetfulness. And we confess it to you, God. Now we thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you will do, all that you're going to do, all that you will all that you're about to do, Heavenly Father, in the lives of your people. Speak, Holy Spirit. Speak to every heart, every mind that will listen to this recording. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. My prayer is the Holy Spirit will even now start moving upon your hearts and upon your minds and start speaking to you, revealing things to you, and start showing you things that need forgiveness. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to the Lamb of God. And I thank God for each one of you. I thank God for all he's doing in your lives. And I thank you for joining E3 Ministries for Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next Sunday, I pray that each of you have a blessed week, and may God continue to bless you and keep you. And um, and I pray that you will just really Dig deep this week and ask God to show you those places of where forgiveness needs to be, where you need to forgive, because it's so important. It's so key. Hallelujah. Again, my name is Reverend Tamika Brown, and I pray you to have a blessed evening. Until next week, God bless you, and amen. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.